Hello and welcome to episode four of Letting the Good In. My name is Tina Marie. I'm your host. I am a certified life coach and subconscious healing practitioner. Um, so what is subconscious healing and how does that relate to what we're going to talk to today? Um, I work with the subconscious mind and the emotions that are stuck and stored within our body that we might not be aware of. And that's why I call it subconscious. Um, you know, there are those little things in the back of our mind and that are stuck and stored in the body that may have been there a long time to the point where we just don't really notice them. We've been living that way a long time. So we're not really aware that they're even there anymore. It just feels normal for that little bit of grief or gr guilt or anger to be present there. And, you know, the same thoughts to replay in our head. I talked a lot on one of our previous episodes about breaking those patterns of thinking and cycles, but Today, we're going to talk about how this relates to your physical health. And I, I don't just mean feeling good and your overall health and wellness. I'm talking like actual illness, sickness, disease, uh, things like cancer, things like autoimmune diseases, stuff like that, and how your emotions can be tied into that and how holding on to those negative feelings about ourselves or about our confidence or our worthiness can actually translate to sickness. It can show up and manifest as physical sickness and disease and ways that we can work through, you know, releasing those and being more aware of them and finding holistic natural approaches rather than just immediately going for medication that's going to mask those symptoms. A little bit of a controversial subject here. So if you're with me so, so far, uh, stick around. It's going to get interesting. So I have intuitive gifts and I can see stuck, stored emotion, negative energy shows up in a number of different, of different ways within people's bodies when I look at them. And I often understand why it's there. I get presented with an age or an experience and sometimes I'm shown kind of what happened that put that emotion there. And what I've learned is it really does stay there until we fully find a way to heal and release that. And I know for a fact, when it sits there, when that negative emotion sits within our physical body, it will damage cells and it can translate into making us very sick and showing up as a number of different things. But I'm going to get into my most recent story and tell you about what I saw in a session with the gentleman that I did just two days ago. Um, so we were doing an intuitively led subconscious healing session. Uh, he knew he had some health stuff going on, but um, it ended up going a complete different way because I picked up on some stuff that he really wasn't aware of. I started off by asking him if he had ever smoked and he said, yeah, I still do. And what I saw was like a black smudge on his lung. And I definitely got very concerned because I was pretty darn sure that that was the beginning of some form of cancer. And I didn't really have a way of knowing how serious or how severe, but I knew I wanted to help him. Um, it's been very ingrained in me since a young age that I wanted to help people in some way. And I'm glad I'm fully stepping into that now and being able to do that. So when I saw this black smudge on his lung, I picked up on a number of different things as far as the emotions tied to it. But I also noticed, I, I asked him if, if he had back pain in that same area, I said it was probably right near the shoulder blade, but a little bit below. And he said, yep. Yeah. He's like, that's coming up a lot lately. So um, it was right around that same area on the left side, right around the heart, which I've seen a lot. And I've got my own stories about inflammatory issues around the heart. I can't remember if I've touched on those in an earlier episode or not. Um, but what I picked up on as far as the emotional root cause of those issues was a lot of self-irritation, a lot of irritation with just not feeling good enough 
not doing enough, not really knowing where he was going at different points in his life. So it sat there and it festered and it damaged cells and it ended up forming this dark spot, which again, I really truly do feel like was going to turn into cancer and nobody wants that. That's scary. Um, so we, we did a session and we worked through releasing a lot of those emotions and we definitely hit some, some big emotional points where, where he had some emotional releases over all the things that we were touching on and those disempowered feelings that he felt at different points in his life. But when I was doing this, I felt it the second it left. And that's when, you know, something broke and something finally released from him. And he felt like he could let go of whatever that feeling was that he had been carrying around for a really long time. And I am sure that in that moment he was healed. And of course it's hard because no one else can actually see these things um, unless someone has gifts and is in the same room. But um, I really, really know in my heart that something left him in that moment. And I am definitely not telling you this story to, to boast on myself or anything like that. I'm telling you this story because we need to learn to cut things off at the root. We can mask things and we can, we can find ways to treat superficial symptoms and, and we can do all this stuff that heals on a surface level. But until we go for the root, the root emotion, the root experience that caused that thing that made you sick, it will come back. And I know I'm definitely repeating myself a little bit. I, I know I talked a bunch about the relationship between healing and the emotional root and things like that in, in the last episode. But for one, I'm very, very passionate about it. Two, it, it brings it to a whole new level when we're talking about terms like cancer and stuff like that. So seeing that experience firsthand was just a big game changer for me. It definitely shifted things and, and made me even more passionate about wanting to help people discover this, which is why I'm talking about it here, where I can reach that larger audience and, and bring that awareness to people. So they start thinking outside the box. So they're not immediately just running to the doctor and running to all these things that Western medicine and our sick care model has told us are the answers when sometimes there are other answers. So I just encourage you to keep keep an open mind and look into different things. There are a ton of new supplements coming out every day and things, you know, they're talking about parasite cleanses on TikTok and castor oil packs and all these crazy things related to curing cancer, even mass levels of oxygen and mistletoe injections. So um, if, if you or someone you love is faced with that, I encourage you to just keep an open mind and do your research. And when we're talking about the body and, and those different pains and things like that and, and issues, health issues that are coming up over and over, pay attention to where they're presenting. And I think I talked about this before, but there are resources like Louise Hay's book, um, Heal Your Life. You can also literally just Google spiritual meaning of back pain, elbow pain. I looked up tight hips this morning, which was something new for me. The definition that popped up was absolutely spot on as to what I was feeling emotionally in the moment. So again, I've said it before, your body is a compass and it's always going to point you to what you need to heal. So the more we can be in tune with our body and pay attention to those little pains, instead of just dismissing them and going, oh, I'm just getting older. Um, it brings a whole new light to things. And I, I love the term emotional intelligence. You know, the more we can be intelligent about what our emotions, our body, all of that is trying to tell us, the more we can understand ourselves better and understand what emotions aren't being addressed and aren't being released or worked through or healed from. 
so that we can find that true alignment, that state of balance where our mind, our body, our spirit are all healthy and we can allow life to really flow and be good. And I was trying to think of how I was going to tie this in, but it's kind of all coming together now as far as um, when we talk about emotional intelligence. Um, if emotional intelligence was focused on as much as we worry about other stuff, our world would be so drastically different. I can hardly even wrap my head around it. Um, someone asked me on, on Facebook, actually, it was a post from a friend of mine, what was the biggest lie you've ever been told? And my response was that learning in school was more important than learning about ourselves. And I meant it. I meant it with every fiber of my being. We shove our kids into these schools and we focus on reading, writing, math, and it, it's gotten further and further away. I feel like from even things that used to be somewhat helpful, like learning to write a resume or, or doing your taxes or practical things like that. I think that that was in social studies when I was a kid, if I'm correct, um, if my memory serves correctly, that is. So if we had taken half of that day and just learned how to work through emotions when they come up, can you imagine how much more balanced and how much less angry and anxious and stressed out our world would be now? It's really, really hard for me to even wrap my head around how different our society could truly be if we embrace that at all. But it gets suppressed. And part of that, I feel like, is almost disempowerment. You know, if everyone is that in tune, then we don't need healthcare and we don't need a lot of different things that unfortunately make money and keep our economy running. And I don't want to get super political on this podcast. That's not my goal at all. All I want people to do is really start to think outside the box when it comes to your health and well-being and get people to learn how to regulate their emotions, work through them, heal from them, release them as needed so that they're not negatively affecting your life and holding you back from reaching that state of really true alignment and of being able to manifest things and reaching that higher vibration and all of that stuff. And we could call it a number of different things. Some people would call it ascension. Some people would call it, you know, there's a million different terms out there. But when it comes down to it, that's what I want people to know. I want people to realize that, that their life is more in their control and so are their emotions. So how do we take control of our emotions? <clears throat> For most people, you're going to go through your week and you're going to feel a whole bunch of things. And at some point it's probably going to build up and you're either going to get really angry or really sad or really anxious or something like that. And I feel like the biggest thing is really breaking down those emotions. Like, is it really anger or anxiety or is it irritation or a lack of self-love or a little bit of grief and frustration and overwhelm and getting more specific and also pinpointing what you're, you know, what's causing it. Is it really an experience or is it the thing you were thinking about right before you had an experience? Or is it, you know, you might be blaming those emotions, those things coming up on, say, someone cutting you off in traffic. But is it really the person cutting you off in traffic or is it more the emotion that it scared you because then you were going to be worried that you were going to have a financial setback? Or was it the fact that you felt disempowered because it was your turn to turn right and someone just took that from you and stole time from your day. You know, getting to a deeper level instead of just going through your week and allowing all these emotions to build up and build up and build up until they reach a point where they just become overwhelming and it does present as a larger, more negative emotion. 
And I think another big key factor here in stopping and addressing these things from being dealt with in the moment and as they come up and learning to work through them and, and learning the tools to really process and get to know ourselves on that deeper level is for one, we're impatient. <laughs> Overall, a lot of people these days, we're in a hurry. We have a million things to do. We have this super overstimulated go-go lifestyle and we're not stopping to do that in your work. And it's, it's hard at first when you're not used to it to stop and really just sit and pay attention and do the breath work and do all the things. It, it really takes some time and it feels like a lot of work at first. And it usually is going to feel for most people like you should be out actually doing something, you know, running your errands, taking care of stuff, all of that. But in fact, you are your biggest investment. You are the most important thing. Everything in your outworld outward world is just a product of your inner state. So when you stop and work on your inner state first and gain that emotional intelligence and get the tools to work through things as they come up and you start to implement that in your life, everything in your outward world is going to just flow easier. It's going to become more relaxed. It's going to just not be as heavy because you're not burying things. And they're not just weighing you down and you're not walking around with 10 years of junk that you haven't had a clue how to process. And to me, learning that emotional intelligence and learning how to work through things instead of just being buried by them, to me, that's freedom. If you had asked me a few years ago, you know, why I wanted more money or why I had the goals I had or wanted to do this or that or go this place, overall, it was freedom. I wanted flow in my life. I wanted things to just be light enough that I felt like I had that real sense of inner freedom. And to me, that is definitely what I gained through learning the tools to do that deep inner work and to break free of just the mental chains of holding myself back from achieving more and wanting more and feeling worthy and confident and better and all that stuff. Um, so whatever it takes for you to get there, absolutely whatever it takes, whether it's self-help books, whether it's people on YouTube, TikTok, reaching out to someone like me, whatever works for you. I want everyone to be able to get a grip on their emotions, so to speak, and to be able to work through anything that is preventing them from feeling like they can have a really good life and like they can be free and like they can be healthy and abundant and all of that stuff. Because as I've I, I will probably say in every single episode here, you are all worthy and deserving of that. If you are listening, no matter who you are, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been through, you are absolutely worthy of having the life of your dreams. And I want you to be able to get there. So whatever it takes to shed all of the junk from holding you back from that belief, I hope you find it. And I hope you go after it fervently and passionately, and you shed all the stuff that you don't need walking into that best, amazing version of you who has everything that they want. Thank you guys so much. If you have stuck with me through this fourth episode, I'm really looking forward to what the rest of them bring. If you guys are looking for me on any of my other social media channels on Facebook, I'm Tina Marie Healing and Manifestation. Instagram is Tina Marie Manifestation and TikTok is probably my favorite platform. You'll find lots of channel messages from me on there. I try to post them almost daily. And on there, I'm Tina's Western Wisdom. I uh, look forward to talking to you guys again soon. Thank you.